0: Blob
1: Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures with Paul Booth. I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by...
0: Carolyn Booth.
1: Carolyn Booth. Carolyn, yes, it is my mother. She's one of the other executive producers of the show. Uh, we got to attend the San Diego International Film Festival. This was our my fourth year, uh, the third year this that...
0: This my third year, right?
1: Yeah, third year that Carolyn joined me. Uh, tonight we have two different films we're going to review, which, I'll be honest, we usually do uh, out of scheduling, but tonight we came across a documentary that had the exact theme as a feature film that uh, might have been based on the true story of the director's life, but uh, it was, you know written, directed, created, it wasn't a documentary. And they were just so similar. So we're going to discuss the first film, The Samuel Project. And then I saw the second film, Dodging Bullets. So we want to let both filmmakers know that we did this to bring both of you more audience. And also because we saw that you guys were kind of doing the same thing as filmmakers and creators. So we thought this is, so The Samuel Project uh, is, sorry, First of all, Mom, while I'm pulling this thing up, that I thought the window was open. Just say a couple of words. How was the San Diego Film Festival for you this year?
0: Oh, it was real. It was really nice. It, the weather was perfect. The people were really friendly as usual. Um, it's a very organized film festival. Um, in fact, it's really nice to see a lot of the volunteers and, and the uh, organizers. You know, you can you get to start recognizing them. So that's always a good sign too. That that people, volunteers want to come back, and that organizers are still there, you know, after, after putting on such an event, so that part was, is really cool, and, and, uh, of course, the, um, theaters are always, you know, nice, too, because they're, they're nice and, um, you know, nice and clean and organized, and, um, a little sad, though, that where one of the theaters was, it's in, in a mall that's, wasn't as thriving as last year, but, um, I guess there's, that's change. So when change happens, you know,
1: so. Yeah. Uh, nothing against the Horton Plaza. We just want to let you guys know, uh, if you enjoyed that mall, it's kind of closing the f- The cinema is not, and it didn't affect the festival, but
0: yeah, no, I know no, exactly. I was. It didn't affect the festival. It was just the ambiance. Outside yeah. In, in the actual mall. I was
1: looking forward to a few of the shops that were there. Um, and actually I should have known last year, my favorite cigar store clothes. I should have known something was going on in the area. Oh. Um, it. So the Samuel project, we decided to do this dual review also because this film is the story of generations. And it in the film that says this in the synopsis, it's a, a whole new world opens up for a teenage grandson played by Ryan Ochoa. Uh, he's um, I'm sorry. My, Eyes are not the greatest at night, so I mean, no disrespect. uh, When I have trouble reading some of these synopses, Uh, this film was shot all around San Diego, and of course, Ryan um, has had some success with Nickelodeon and is moving into the next stage of his career. And his the grandfather in this movie was Hal Linden, who played Barney Miller on that show. I believe it was the 70s or 80s. I mean, it was, yes, it was yes. before my time. He's a Tony winner, Emmy winner, multiple Golden Globe nominee. Uh, so he plays the grandpa. And
0: and handsome as ever.
1: Handsome as I, Well, I don't... Anyways, uh, nothing wrong with men saying men are handsome, but I don't know how handsome he was, so I don't know whether well, to say...
0: Well, he looks like he's the same,
1: too. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I guess he had total gray hair and... Looked 70 when he was 30. So, um, <laughs> loved his. I to say the truth, I was mistaken when Susan said, Do you want to interview him? I looked him up real quick and I thought he was the Welcome Back Cotter guy. All due oh, respect. Really, and yeah. I felt so bad because, yeah, you, you know, bad. mom, you love that show. And I thought, Oh, mom's in the screen. She's going to shit. Yeah, she's she, no, I just thought, She's going to shit. Welcome Back Cotter's in the other room. But, anyways. There's, sorry, one little side note. This is what we love about these films and our show. We we do this because we want to bring people together. And I just can't count how many guests have been on that are like stars of my mother's favorite show or my father's. And I just don't understand why I don't meet those from my favorite show So this film was really great. We oh, appreciate. Okay, yeah. Anyways, tell it to Oprah. We appreciate uh, that. We appreciate this film. Before I go into uh, that, this. This young boy uh, learned from hearing a story about something that went on during Nazis and his grandfather during World War two that saved his life uh the trailer and more about the film can be found at the samuel project Movie dot com slash home slash again that's the samuel like regular samuel project dot com uh so with this film uh Obviously, if we're talking Nazis in World War II, that do with the Holocaust. But we, but the only thing I wanted to say about this was there is no imagery to steer you away. There's nothing that we skip movies for because we don't want to see. So I just want, so that's the only spoiler I'm going to give is uh, you know nothing happens to babies or there's no one being shot. Uh, so with that, I'll start out with uh, Carolyn. Um, telling us what she thought of the film because uh, we're, and again, we're thankful to uh, one last thing. We're thankful to if it's Holly Taylor or Taylor Holly, I'm sorry uh, for getting, hooking us up with the screener. And of course, Suzanne, and now Carolyn, uh, take it away.
0: Well, I feel that it doesn't matter what the the actual story was about and no disrespect to any. Event uh, in in our con- in our world that has been tragic. Um, the bottom line is for me, this this movie was about two different generations connecting. Um, actually, skipping it was actually three generations, but the middle generation wasn't involved so much in it. Um, but it was just about a grandson and a grandfather connecting and uh, understanding each other's. Uh, Needs and desires a little bit more, and uh, supporting each other, and bringing the connection with their father back. And um, it was just a really beautifully done movie. I thought the acting um, was very well, did very well. They were, you know, seasoned actors and and, um, new upcoming. um, But there was good chemistry between all of the actors. The storyline I thought was very. Well written. Um, the scenery, of course, was beautiful. I think a lot of the shots were taken in San from San
1: Diego. Yeah, shot in San Diego. Um, it
0: was just a very, very strong, um, well-rounded film. You know, I was I felt entertained. I felt, um, you know, it, it just it was it all it all it actually motivated me to want to go and some, talk to some of my elders that I still have and ask them about stories because you know there's things that our elders know that we don't necessarily know or they think we know um so that's you know that part's always kind of cool sometimes they don't want to talk about it which there was a few things in this movie that he didn't want to talk about but then when he finally opened up it was um through the talent of his nephew his nephew's an artist so um he got to actually write about and draw about uh what his the plight of his grandfather so yeah i thought it was a very very nice movie i enjoyed it very much and, and, to, see, and to see all the um the crew together, you know, the whole cast together outside It was always really fun. How they were getting interviewed and taking pictures and the step and repeat—that's always really fun to see. That so it's kind of, it, and it's kind of, it's kind of rare because we're not all, we don't always get to see all of that when when you watch a, when you go to a screening because it doesn't necessarily happen sometimes where you're there when they're there. So it's pretty cool.
1: Well, yeah, there was also that was uh San Diego had a nice. I don't know why I want to say they call it green carpets. I don't know why that's popping up in my brain, but there was... Is we
0: colorblind?
1: No. Oh, red carpet is the main opening. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why. Something makes me want to say that when it's inside. Anyways, they had the nice setup with the step and repeat. And it was uh, really cool because a lot of people had come from the director, Mark Fusco. Uh, we had met... Uh, Anyway, so we met one of the actresses um, that had told us uh, she was in the film. And it's kind of cool, like I was just saying, was that when you meet these people, where, and we mean this in the nicest way, this always comes off with like it's, it's not meaning to sound bad or disrespectful. But when we say we don't care who someone is, we just mean we respect that people are people. So we're not... Um, you know, the student and the Oscar nominee get the same respect when they come on here. And so that's what we thrive for and try to do. So it's really cool because then people open up to us and we actually just got this because uh, we missed it because we were seeing some animation films. And then I all of a sudden got an email and the the uh, PR rep was saying, hey, if you'd like to see this, um check it out. So we were kind of just like, oh, wow, sweet. So what I also want to say about this this project, uh, the director, Mark Fusco, also, this was his fifth film directing. He also uh, co-wrote it. Uh, He was not one of the producers, but he was also the editor. So that's obviously a lot of involvement. Now, this was a very well-directed film because how can I put it? You could easily either go for the sap, which is exploiting the obvious uh, not sap. What is? What would you say? You know how when people just exploit an obvious emotion, like they just go for the, you know, they overuse the Holocaust aspect because they know that will get people oh, okay, right, buying right, into right. it. Right. Uh, this was kind of cool because it only used it when it needed to be and when it was relevant. Uh, it was the editing was great it was very well,
0: I, I think what i think what i got out of it i don't
1: jump in here um
0: in other words this was just a part of of this man of this grandfather's life and yes it was a it was a defining moment but yet you know he's gone on with his life and pro, you know produced a family and 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 rent and started a business and and has a grandson he's trying to guide i mean so it's not like That was the focal point that he, you know, his whole life was run by
1: that. Right. And we also want to say, again, Dodging Bullets, the documentary we're going to review after this, all ties into this nicely because uh, this is about the documentary Dodging Bullets is about survivors of historical trauma. And it goes into the Native American story. So we want to let you know that there is a point for that. And we appreciate Dodging Bullets fans and filmmakers hanging in through this because this was really an interesting mirror. Um, And we also, for Mark Fusco, even though we are, or I hope I'm pronouncing that right. um, we we never judge a filmmaker by who they've worked with or what they've done, but what also had a cool, great historical spin that this director had was he had been the uh, assistant to Mr. Spielberg on Amistad, and Saving Private Ryan, which were, of course, historical films, and, of course, one dealt with World War II, and so it was really uh, interesting. I'm always intrigued because our our episode 300 guest, she was also an assistant to a very known A-list Oscar-winning director, and it's just always fantastic to see when these directors mentor someone and then how they're directing their voice is their own and it's not like oh of course that guy worked with Michael Mann so we really appreciated that this filmmaker just had a complete way of telling a story I didn't feel like I was watching anything that came from someone that mentored him or someone he knew uh, and I really appreciate when I see that in artists so uh, we mentioned that just because I guess we're also coming into a time where it's been so long that I only mentioned this part of his work because we're over 20 years away from Saving Private Ryan and Amistad that I think the point of this film where sometimes it's healthy not to forget but to not the way the grandfather didn't want to always be talking about it was that now we're having these films that people aren't paying attention to and especially how we're so inundated with information now uh, that people do need to pay attention to Amissad and continue well, to learn. Yeah, and
0: also I think they do
1: need to pay attention to these topics. And I think that was a really right. great extension that he was, that right. the Samuel the Project was is, doing.
0: The point too is he was also the grandfather. It was more of how it affected the grandfather, his personal story. And it wasn't on a whole, the whole, you know, the, uh, the, the world tragedy event, the event of the world that was so tragic. It's how it affected him personally in that moment. And how, you know, day to day he went through that process in that moment.
1: Right. And, and it's, it was also, you know, I don't know. It was also, it was just very well-made. It was just, um, I was kind of thinking while I was watching it, this director must have edited it also, or um, at least co-edited it. You can really tell when a, a filmmaker either writes, produces, directs and acts or, Writes, produces, directs, um, and edits. You, I, I just love when someone pulls that off. It's yeah. so hard to do. Well, and the
0: actors again too. I mean,
1: yeah, the actors and the, yeah.
0: Linden, you know, when I think about it, it you know, I didn't see him as as Barney Miller or even right. himself. I saw him as that actual father. Like I, like I could look at him now and and think, this actually happened to him personally. Right. That's how good he was. Right. In this film. Yeah.
1: Well, and the kid of the young man was very cool. Well, he was good too. He was really good. We had seen him in the uh, lobby talking to our PR rep friend. And, uh, you know, I always pay attention to um, one thing that we have that we pride with the show is we always do emails or calls or we base who comes on on how we we interact or how I see them interact. So uh, one thing that we – really stand by is that any guests on here or film we're talking about uh it's how good the person is and how good the film is so uh not like I would penalize somebody but we've had some directors where we see them in the lobby their attitude's not the greatest they could make Lawrence of Arabia and we don't bring it on so we want this we want new listeners and people that are discovering the show to know uh that we go that extra mile to make sure you're also getting Uh, great contributors, great artists, you know, we're not just saying, Oh, you have a golden globe nomination. So come on. Well, if, if I,
0: yeah, people that are
1: passionate and 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 are, yeah, share what
0: they're doing. Yeah. And they're, yeah, exactly. Say, well, I want, you know, you need, you need me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: Bringing it together. Now, this is just show maintenance real quick before I go into dodging bullets. Uh, www.talkingpicturesla.com is our blog. I always say it's new because now we're taking, uh, we have new contributors, wonderful contributors. We'll, but please check it out. We have advanced reviews for the last couple of things. You can check out our advanced review of the the hate you give, uh, which is coming out Friday. Uh, but yeah, we're really excited about launching this blog. It's going to be another way to be global and bring voices and people together through film. Uh, now back to the review. And again, Samuel Pro- the Samuel Project. Please write that down on your uh, list. We're, uh, on the website, we're hopefully going to get up a list of stuff that we recommend. So you can kind of always come back, check out the blog, check out. Um, we do want to do one thing and throw out uh, that starting this week in New York is Horn from the Heart. The Paul Butterfield story um so check that out you can uh, hear our podcast on the archives so thank you for letting us do that maintenance now to dodging bullets which is about it's a minnesota-made documentary that shed lights on histo- shed light on historical trauma uh they worked for four years to make this film in mi- minnesota uh it premiered at the twin cities international film festival in 2018 And this goes through, uh, I don't like saying all, I don't believe in all, but there's a sad, it leans towards all where, oh yeah, we're uncensored. All opinions are that of myself or if Carolyn is talking or the show, they're not that of San Diego Film Festival or any other filmmaker that we reviewed. So anything we're going to say here with dodging bullets, does not reflect on Mark Fusco or any of the actors. Um, let's face it, it sucks what what they did to Native Americans. It's bullshit, and that's another reason why we pulled this together with the Samuel Project because it showed what people have to live through have to live through. Uh, this targeted you know alcoholism, uh, drug addiction. Suicide rate. I couldn't believe when I found out there was a nine-year-old Native American who killed himself. Uh, and this examined historical trauma has trauma, obviously from something historical, but not in the sense that we say PTSD, like you saw war or you saw your the Amer. You did not see. I don't like. Really, I don't know why we call them Americans. They're not Americans. I don't mean to make this the political hour, but. Europeans, white man, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not racist. My dad's one of the whitest people on the planet. Um, but showing what was done to the Native Americans and what the cause that's still going on generations later, losing their culture, losing their language. Uh, there were stories in there of, of a guy saying how his grandma was beaten many times for speaking their native language. So she never spoke it again. So she didn't teach her kids or her grandkids. Um, Now why I pulled this in was because I moved to Hawaii when I was 10 with our family, lived there 20 years. And when I arrived there, I was called go home, white man, go home, white kid, Uh, derogatory uh, the word howly is like saying the N word or whatever. And so I, I experienced people who were living that historical trauma who were generations down, which this is why I loved so much that the Samuel project found us on a personal level, generations watching it tied into this historical trauma. And it really kind of made it how I believe. And luckily was raised that, you know, everyone is one. Now, of course that's a perfect world. Disneyland's not open like that in the world we live in. But Dodging Bullets was just such a fantastic documentary. I got to speak with the director, uh, Bob, for a little bit. Uh, We're more than likely going to have one of the directors on because we want to get deeper into this and not take from that. I knew we'd be, uh, I guess, walking the line of opinions with another film being reviewed. But Dodging Bullets, you guys have to see. This is uh, real people, of course, talking. It's a fantastic documentary. I think with the documentary, there's not really a point in saying, oh, it was edited well, it was shot well, it was this, because if it, if it found you, hit you, kept you interested, it's obvious all those things went on, but it was just an important document, and I'm not being saying a pun or a cliche, but I was really thankful. I guess they just emailed us because we were on the shows of filmmakers can contact us. And I do, it sounds cheesy and corny, but I, I do kind of think there's a way where, I think it's the same with music, where sometimes you don't find music, music finds you. And that sounds so, ooh, I'm from the 60s and I've done too much acid, but uh, I really believe that. So the fact that these two films out of like five films, that two out of the five films were similar and spoke to us in a this way, that with Dodging Bullets, uh, I just wanted to make sure that you guys heard about this and it's a great film and we thank San Diego for playing it, especially with what's going on in the world. When you're watching a film and you're a couple of miles from Mexico and you're watching a film about families being separated and we have places where... uh, where... I don't. I'm sorry. Pieces of shit are separating people from their family, and putting childrens and children in cages. I respect, but don't care what anyone's political beliefs are. Uh, That is just inhumane. And this film showed many of the discussed many of the inhumane things that we've done. And it, you know, it can go left, right. It you can go on so many different roads with this. But I wanted to bring this film up just to talk about the humanity and I think that's what the Samuel project did was that it didn't come in saying boo what I want you walking away hating Germans um I want you walking away you know just only praising Jewish people dodging bullets didn't ask me to dislike my father's culture or only talk to my father if I get along with him it didn't ask me to take a stance on my political party uh both films really i felt just asked me to take a look at something and explore something, so we're very appreciative that we got to do this this uh dodging bullets i i let me just check here i'm I'm in there and yeah, i've I just
0: I've seen it now I'm, I'm to not
1: seeing see a it. well I have a screener I can ask them if you that you want to watch it uh I, I'm just not seeing a main website. I don't know why they didn't send me one.
0: Well, it sounds like films um, so are opening dialogue, and that's what we should be doing.
1: Yeah, they're open o-
0: dialogue and share experiences and support each other through the changing times, and because it's always going to be changing times. And um, if you really read a lot of your history, there's a lot of uh, this. Uh, injustice goes on and it and it has gone on and and it's just up to us on a daily basis to just do better and be kinder and and take care of each other, so I think that's the bottom line for all this that I'm listening from you today so
1: no, we can definitely uh before we interview them, we can get you watching us. All I'm finding on Google is that they have a Twitter which is at capital d b and then outlets of bullets film capital F. Um, It's just not giving me a main website. It's giving some other reviews and some images. And it's just mentioning in San Diego magazine. So please check out and follow and support dodging bullets. Do what you got to do tomorrow to not be a bleep hole to others. Uh, We're all in this. We're all putting up with the baloney. I I think we're past baloney. Baloney qualifies as a great meat compared to what we're going through right now. So, Um, we want to thank San Diego International Film Festival, Susan, uh, Holly Taylor or Taylor Holly. I don't know if my email has your name coming through. And again, uh, any final words, Carolyn, before I do our final maintenance.
0: Thank you, mama and grandma.
1: Okay. And again, as we say, we want to stress 100%.
0: Always watch a good movie.
1: No, I'm not there yet. Oh, sorry. Anyways. Uh, she already blew the closing. So I'll just say, again, we want to be clear that none of my opinions were that of uh, the San Diego International Film Festival, uh, Susan and her PR firm, Holly, her PR firm, or uh, any of the filmmakers. They were that of myself, Carolyn, and the show. So we always want to give that disclaimer so people know that. uh,
0: Thanks for having me on tonight, son. Really appreciate it.
1: No problem. All right, you guys, uh, not getting on my soapbox, but remember, voting is coming up soon, so uh, do what you got to do. Peace to all, and aloha, and thank you for joining us.